Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Friends, Romans, diddlers. Lend us your ears for today. Marks a halfway point, the year of our Lord 2023. So here are the half prestigious, half year culty awards. Yeah. As decided by the half men, half amazing Ross and Jack, with me and Puppet Jack being the deciders, of course. Mm. Are you two lads ready to look back the last six months? I'm yes. so ready. Um, have you done a lot of prep? I've done a fair amount of prep. Same, I've really thought about this. I feel like a politician more than someone who's voting on wrestling awards. <laughs> I know exactly what you so mean. I've got yeah. monologues prepared oh. and fists of beer shaken. My goodness. In more ways than one. Oh. <laughs> have you, on that excited level. Are we going to do oh. the thing as well where after me and Ross have given, are you going to throw in some, I like when you go like, there was also this. Yeah. You throw in some supplemental, like that's the word. Matthew's awesome pick. Well, yeah. pal, I like your pick there, but I've got a few of my mm. <laughs> People who follow Matthew on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Hade Vancey Wanson in WXW? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Hey, that's hey, a, who, that's who a throwback. Who are you to doubt Vance and Wanson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start off with the first category. Most underrated. Ooh. Seamless. So, Jack, we'll start for yourself. Okay. Who have you got for most underrated? So privately to Ross before this video, I, I confided in confided in him. I went, I'm scared Matthew's going to laugh at this pick. Oh, I better put my water down there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving his heads up. <clears throat> because it's it's someone that I've never really heard us say many good things about on the podcast. Okay, that's right. But I don't think that's his fault. First, I was considering people like Steve Macklin in Impact, but then I thought he was until very recently the, the champion. So clearly he's rated by some. Uh, I also thought of, because Stardom was my promotion of last year, I thought maybe Hazuki from Stardom. But again, the Stardom fandom seem to already think she's very highly rated as far as I can right. tell. Um, so I went for someone who, as far as I can tell, is good in the ring, good on the mic, but constantly hamstrung by terrible booking and a cringeworthy gimmick. And that's Joe Gacy. Ah, that's nice. A smirk, a <laughs> smile, a smile, a smirk, but not a laugh. Um, with a few tweaks, I think Gacy could be a genuinely sinister and creepy gimmick, but in the silly cartoon world of NXT, it is impossible to take him seriously. Ironically, I've said, for all the attempted bells and whistles put on him, I find him most intimidating when he's actually wrestling and lariating people. He's got a lovely lariat. And um, also, I'm not the most familiar with Joe Gacy's work, pre-WWE, which you might be more. Yes. Do, people, do people know when he went, when he came into NXT, what was he thought of? Were people like, oh, he's good. He's a good wrestler. He was seen as like a good hand in the sense that, I like that, but in the sense that 
he can l- wrestle at the level of the opponent he's in the ring with. Mm. So when he was against top level stu- uh, dudes in Evolve, against the guys like Jonathan Gresham and some of the people I can't name now, um, he was able to keep up that level, but wasn't able to get good matches out of crap wrestlers. Okay. So I saw plenty of them. Well, but when, we, and now Zed Evans by NXT, he's kept that up. He's able to hang with the likes of Wesley, Palabate, et cetera. This pick's been sort of inspired by, yeah, by like multi-man matches he's been in, where he hasn't just sort of held his own, he's been like a featured part of the match. Yep. And I've thought, hey, wow. And then the next week he ruins it by having... It's not his fault again, but it's ruined by giving him a crap promo or something. You know, it was so hard for me, like being a politician like yourself, to look at the most underrated because nearly everyone is rated to some degree. <laughs> yeah. But looking at that, that's a perfect pick because... Oh, thank you. Because wow. most people are going to hear Joe Gacy and go, oh, him. Ooh. But you're right. If it wasn't for that gimmick, people would think of him more highly. So I, I, think, I think it's so. a very nice pick. Thank you. He also trained Cody to come back from his injury, didn't he? He's one of the, the chosen oh. two. I don't know why I said that. I just talked myself out of a win. Uh, it was uh, Carmelo Hayes, wasn't it? I oh, think. the other one. I only thought Cash because he always he always does. He loves Edge, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right. I need to mention the deba- debate between underrated and underutilized because there's a big difference. You can be used and also underrated at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm attacking my pick this year or this half year from the point of those in charge of the booking of the things in the first half of the year because I believe this person is underused because those in power don't view him to be as good as he actually is. The powers that be, Matthew, severely underrate this man. He is the man who carried the bollocks with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy at the start of the year. He is the only man to survive a feud with Bray Wyatt over the last however many years. He is the man who was left off Elimination Chamber. He is the man who was left off both nights of WrestleMania 39. He was the man who was left off Backlash in Puerto Rico. He is the man who was sat in the crowd like some kind of jabroni piece of trash at Night of Champions. He is the man who could well be the star of the second half of the year, but we're looking backwards and it's been nowhere near as good as it could have been. It's LA Night. Mm. From the perspective of the powers that be. It's hard to argue. <laughs> because in terms of what people think of him versus what the company thinks of him, there is a big difference. Listen to them pops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, call them, we call them fizzy over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, damn. I have absolutely nothing to add to that. You've summed it up so succulently. It's I almost like you realize, get paid to talk about wrestling for a living, right? I didn't realize we were getting bombastic. That's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. It's half year coldies. That was very, I was about to say, that was very Boris Johnson that delivered. Oh, last no. Week. <laughs> <laughs> Champion of the people, Ross Twell. Most underrated, Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh, <I'm>, uh, <laughs> that's a soundbite that will exist forever. <laughs> For cheat, you like this video. Uh, I, at ooh. first, when when you said Ali Knight, I was like, is he underrated? But then when you mentioned all the things he's been left off, then yes, yeah, he is. Fair yeah. Enough. He's like, oh, use Ali Knight to put up Rick Boogs and then say, no, no, it should be the other way around. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's, oh, it's good, though, isn't it? Yeah, because I realized I'm like, no one's underrated, but just underused. So, yeah, he is definitely that. Because he's underrated. (laughs) Yeah, because he's underrated, right? There you go. Ooh, so now the decider. Uh, Simply because LA Knight is going to win everything at the second half of the year, uh, and probably some of these other awards we've got right here, I think it's fair to give it to Joe Gacy. Oh. Because, yeah, and by a, a week after this video comes out, no one's going to be saying LA Knight's underrated. I know. So. Do you think he's going to win Money in the Bank? I think so. Uh, what's that word he says? Um, oh, dummy. That's right, he does yeah. say that. Um, it could be Logan Paul, couldn't it? That's the room. That's the scuttlebutt, isn't it? could be Logan Paul getting the, be. the seventh slot in the match. Why'd you have to ruin the mood do like you think that? Uh, do you think that he'd rather than have a wrestler like have that briefcase with them dragging their booking down for the rest of the year, Logan could promote it? 
through other mediums, yeah, media. Imagine yeah. the Logan, that briefcase. Yeah, it's every day, bro. I know, man, Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old reference. Not even the right Paul, was it? Never mind. Logan Paul winning sounds like a bad joke. It almost sounds like a prime rib. Oh. Because any... he's got an energy drink called Prime. You got any... And ribs. Any picks of your own to throw I in? I certainly do. <laughs> well done, Joe Gacy. You won something. Uh, everyone I had down basically has already a push, as I said. So I had Grizzled Young Vets yeah. in the role of Schism Jism. It's hard for them to get any recognition, but now they're even wrestling less like the Jizz. Uh, I put Wheelie Yuda, but he got the pay-per-view main uh, event win. So I can't put it very recently, yeah. So I had The Guns. Great shout, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone hates them, and I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's supposed to. And people are like, no, Matthew, you don't understand wrestling. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, move on to the next category. Most improved. That's got really good for the audio listeners. It's strong gust of wind just entered the studio. Ross, who have you got for us? I hate this man, but I'm sat here as a humble and impartial journalist in this prestigious awards event. He started his current life in professional wrestling as a mannequin who played poker. He has developed <laughs> into an evil mastermind who is hell-bent on taking down Chase U from the inside out. He is the man who has proven he has all of the emotions, and he has the little quips on the mic to complement all of the emotions he now has. He is the man with the hot tag that is Dusty Rhodes and Hulk Hogan in one big, sexy Australian package. He is Duke Hudson. Mm. That is the most improved for the first who? half of the year. Duke Hudson. For the purposes of this award ceremony, he will be called by his given name. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it'd be not a bit weird if we not put my... a graphic up and it's a different name. Yeah, good point. <laughs> not my personal opinion is about he's taken down Chase U from the inside out. But he has fair become enough. very good, hasn't he? But is he taking down Chase U? Well, we'll, no, we'll, no, we'll no, talk no. about Please, this on no. <laughs> Well, for some reason, this award ceremony is three hours long. That's uh, <clears throat> a good pick. I mean, you can make the argument that he's been like that for a while, but you could also say that, no, we know because we watch NXT 2.0. We could put anybody here for NXT and everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough, because <laughs> apparently we're the only people who watch it and like yeah. it. So I'll tell you what swayed me vote this year was the we did a live stream for the WrestleMania weekend event, Standard Deliver, and yeah. it was obviously Chase U taking down the schism. The way they would, if, they, if the schism would have won, they would have taken over Chase U and they would have had the Andre Chase detention hall. Um, so there was a big match and Dull Hudson was the, the performance of a lifetime. You know, you think of your, your acting performances of, you know, Heath Ledger, and people like that. That was the, the comparative thing in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was amazing. I really want to hear more. Like, like, and go and on, it Ross. Was on, it, was on the, it was on the kickoff show as well, which was a slap in the face to all professional wrestling connoisseurs. Yes. It wasn't even advertised for the kickoff show. It just got bumped. They're supposed to take bumps. They're wrestlers. Oh. So that's a hell of a pick. Very hard to argue. Yeah. Jack, what have you got? I've gone, I've gone for a New Japan wrestler. Of course um, you have. <laughs> Sorry, my word. <clears throat> Called um, Master Watto, not the one from Phantom Menace. But all I can picture now is just—is that him who works in the, the trash yard thing? Yeah, That's he owns him. it. He's, he's the one I've yeah. seen. Matthew. No, no, <laughs> no ship is worth two slaves. Yeah, he rolls dice and that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a very seedy character. No, this this is a humble babyface boy. Oh. Um, he had a fairly standard route for a New Japan wrestler at first. Spent a few years as a young lion losing. Then went out on excursion. He went off to Mexico for a couple of years and lost a hair versus hair match and then came back to Japan and suddenly his hair grew back and it was it was blue. It was blue, Alan. His hair was blue. Um, and now his gimmick is man who likes the color blue. Um, he's Master Watto uh, in the junior heavyweight division. 
it, at first, it was really hard to take him seriously because it's a division filled with serious ass-kicker lads. I've put Takahashi, Ishimori, El Desperado, and he's more like a child pretending to be an adult. Um, but now... This And we've also seen um, Shota Umino struggle to get over with the New Japan crowd after returning, unless he's with Moxley, because Moxley makes him cool. But otherwise, he's like doing a bad Tanahashi impression at the minute. It's oh. weird. Um, but in Wado's case, he's gone in the opposite direction, and he's really broken out in this half year. The company's got behind him, and he recently won the best of the Super Juniors tournament, rising to the occasion in a, final, in a fantastic final match against Titan from CMLL. And um, just seems to be doing all right. That's how you pronounce that? I've been calling him Titan. I think it's Titan. Oh. I think Kevin Kelly was going, Titan! I oh, think. if Kevin Kelly says it, I must think, be true. Yeah, and the other lad who gets everything right. Chris Charlton. Yeah, I think they were calling him Titan. This oh, is about yeah. Master Watto. <laughs> it is so tempting to give you it, just so we can put a picture of Most Improved. And of course, it's a picture of the lad from Star Wars. <laughs> but I feel the joke would be missed on people, because we don't really color, color, yeah, cover New Japan much here so they might actually genuinely think that or, we're giving it to or the original or the prequel trilogy as well we don't really cover that I think we've covered more of the prequel the trilogy than we have New <laughs> Japan this year this half year so <laughs> people might actually think we're giving it to him be like mm. Darth Maul was robbed etc etc oh it's tough because I don't not, know anything about this wrestler no no so it's I'm not, saying about uh, how I make Kalalik the good. very fact that we were once calling somebody dull and now call him delightful seems to imply <laughs> there's been quite a substantial improvement right yeah well, if you're all right with that, I'm then, then fine I'm with actually it. Don't worry. thrilled to give it to the Duke. No, not Nugum. It's Hudson. Duke <laughs> Hudson for most improved 2023. It's the equalizer. So it's 1-1. One, one. I, I think I'd have been annoyed if you'd given that to me because <laughs> when Ross said he would nominate Duke Hudson, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. NXT is cleaning up so far. Really is wow! Mm, my God! One. Oh God! We can't let that happen. No, don't worry! Don't worry! Don't worry! <laughs> yeah. um, I had most improved. That's really hard. Leon Slater, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. already really good last year. He's just getting more and more pushes, and people going, "Oh, he's good." Mm. Uh, and I also put Thea Hale. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, how can you improve? She's barely wrestled. Well, nothing, she's but... the number one contender as we speak. But this week she had a match that was watchable, and I remembered it. <laughs> And she's only like she's 20 step up from nothing. She's checked to cage match to see how many times she'd wrestled this year. She's 19, apparently. Right. Uh, she's really which good. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, fair enough. So it was it was a shoot gimmick when she was choosing which college to go to, and then she chose the performance center. It's all legit. Wow. Yeah. Too legit to quit. Should make it clear from my perspective that's the last NXT you mentioned in the awards because I, I can see people turning off right yeah, now. Right. You know, they gave it the half promotion of the end last year. Nothing's changed here. They're like, oh, Matthew, please stop on Germany. <laughs> Mine is also the last, that's the last NXT nomination, I think, as well. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to proper awards now, which is <laughs> followed by most charismatic. Oh. Jack. Um, I'm is going. The most charismatic. Sorry. Oh, but I'm also going for Sami Zayn. And I'm saying, I, I don't mean by nominating him that he's suddenly become charismatic this year. It's a charisma we've always known that he's had. It's just been very rewarding seeing WWE actually taking a chance on him. And he's paid off their faith in spades. Um, the driving force, he, Sammy's been the driving force behind one, uh, not one, but two of the most raucous crowd reactions we've seen, not just this year, but in years, both coming within the past six months. Montreal for Elimination Chamber and Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia as well. We've also seen uh, in the past certain internet darlings be given a chance and then not immediately click with the live or the casual audiences and we're all watching at home going, 
cheer them and they don't. Whereas with Sammy, he's really translated to the casual fan as well and made himself, oh, why have I put this? He's really made himself undeniable. He's gone from <laughs> undesirable to undeniable, uh, given the natural connection he has with the crowd. Enough said. Mm. Ross? Swerve Strickland. Mm. He is the current day Lex Luger, as in he is the total package. Mm. Oh, right. He's okay. effortlessly, <laughs> effortlessly... He's got a bus. <laughs> <laughs> he's effortlessly cool, and it's a shame he spent a large part of this year being Mr. Rampage. I know that's changed uh, fairly recently, but, you know, for the first few months of the year, he was just solely on Friday nights. The entire presentation is there, and he nails it every single time he's on the screen, whatever he's doing. He has all the trappings of a main event, Remires, if he's booked right. It's the backstage promos. It's the in-ring promos. It's the swagger down at the ring. It's the stuff he's doing with his, his hired goons. That's been good as well. I think he's just been fantastic every time he's been on TV and given a chance to do something worthwhile. Mm. Swerve Strickland. Whose house? Swerve's, Swerve's house. house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Only Proof he can point that. there. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Not everyone can do it. <laughs> Two great picks. Swerve Strickland, I agree, uh, is amazing. And what he does, uh, which is being the mid-card AEW who are cruelly overlooking him. I fully agree with that. But yeah, Sami Zayn, this lad this year. Mm. And even if Montreal and the uh, Night Champions didn't happen, he'd still be up there. The Rumble as well, isn't it? Yeah, the Rumble. Oh, Just yeah, him appearing yeah, yeah, every yeah. week on TV, it would be enough to clinch him the victory here. Mm. But God, those goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. You know what that famous saying? <laughs> up the goosebumps. I think I said goosebumps. <laughs> Bollocks. Sami Zayn, most charismatic. Yeah. Um, Get a my... shiver down your spine. There's a goose there. Jackies. LA Knight. Don't laugh. LA Knight. Uh, I'll put stronger than fake crowd machines. Yeah. Mm. And can overcome Bray Wyatt's stupid Mountain Dew. And I'll put also Fraser Porter. <laughs> okay. Show your workings then. This is like an AQA exam. Oh, of course. 32 yes. marks, Matthew. Show your workings. Oh, God. You said that. I, was, I pictured the dude in the front with the shades and the cap. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Fraser just comes on here, gets a lot of love from the comments and stuff. They go, oh, he's good. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'll let him know. <laughs> we'll go back next door. Best non-wrestler. <laughs> Ross. Samantha Irvin. Mm. You don't know who that is, do you, by Carry name? on, of course. When you explain it, I'll go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the female ring announcer on the main roster of WWE. Thank you. It's the massive bollocks she gives it for an entrance for the likes of Gunther. It's the little tweaks she gives for the more fancy characters like Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> it's the little character enhancing stuff she gives to Chelsea Green. Mm. Like for an annoying Karen that she is. That's Chelsea Green, not Samantha Irvin. And she's only been doing it for a couple of years and she's already, in my eyes, the best ring announcer we've had since the Fink. Wow. I think she's High that bridge. good. She's very, very good. Watch her for a main event or any Gunter entrance. It's unbelievable signs. Mm. Unbelievable times. So you're not just putting her in because she's doing what you do. What, shouting? Say people's names funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. she's. When have we ever seen a ring announcer do that, though, you know? Yeah. To enhance the character. I can it's only not often think you get them gone. of, um, I can't remember her name, but I think she's Brian Cage's real-life partner. She was in Lucha Underground. Okay. And Mrs. She, Cage. She Yes, and she would, like... I think Pentagon had, like, attacked her once or tried to attack her, and she'd been saved. And then when she next announced him, she went, like... Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> like scared of him, so that worked. But I not guess, in fairness, we have seen. I guess Justin Roberts has done a similar thing as in AEW when he's just like, oh, bollocks. Yeah, but oh, not as. Yeah, comes but not as because she doesn't. I feel like that almost made it too much about the ring and out where she blends in seamlessly yeah. into the product. She's very good. 
Is that, that's probably the first time we've um, nominated either of us has nominated a ring announcer mm. for best non-wrestler. Mm. Mm. It's a nice pick. Mm, thank you. Jack. I've gone for uh, Impact Wrestling's Tom Hannifin, or Tom Phillips, as we once knew him. Um, Impact has been steadily delivering for a number of years now by doing the simple things well, building various strong divisions, the main event scene, the women's division, the X division, booking logical feuds that steadily push people up the pecking order, putting together varied pay-per-view cards with a nice mix of match types and stipulations. But on the production side of things, they've also tightened things up. I've said that Impact or TNA used to be somewhere you could absolutely rely upon for unintentional hilarity. And as great as Mike Tanay and Don West were, often their enthusiasm made them sound like they were reacting to the wrong product when things went bad. And you're like, what are they watching? Because they're like, this is amazing. And you're <laughs> like, no, it's not. However, these days, Impact have a good product and good production, which mutually benefit each other. So I'm going to give it to Tom Hannafin. You could argue he's more WWE style than Impact, like the clean-cut sportscaster type, but I think his style matches the new Impact Wrestling, the more professional Impact Wrestling. He knows when to be calm, he knows when to get louder and emphasize the drama, and I also want to give a shout-out to Matt Raywalt, or Aiden English, his broadcast partner. But I edged it to Tom because he's got he's the play-by-play -play guy, he's got a bit more to do. So there we go. Ooh. Mm. Those are both Ooh. good picks because you are right. Impact Wrestling has improved the yeah. quality of the production, but you'll only see them, you know, when someone comes out and goes, Where's the line? It sounds like the quietest room on earth. But yeah. those are few and far between. between <laughs> oh, you know, that was. I know who that was. Yeah. Between, <laughs> was uh, that this year, was it? It was last year. Was uh, last year. But, uh, yeah. Tom and Matt realized that's the SmackDown Call Out Classic review here, isn't it? Bloody <laughs> hell. Well, whatever. Exactly the same. God, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are two very good commentators. I do like we're being positive towards impact. Don't get enough love, especially from us. Um, but I also like your pick, the ring announcer job. Such an underrated, under, you only notice it when it's bad mm. type role. And the fact that you have noticed it because you are such a wrestling expert shows how good she is. <laughs> so I like Cheers that. <laughs> I like, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> If I say nice things, you forget I said goosebumps. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll go with you, Ross. Oh, Samantha. Up oh, the Samantha. I'm going to pay more attention to her next time I'm watching Raw. She's very good. I don't know how she she keeps her voice in good because she really goes for it. If you want a little bit of accoutrement to watching her do her stuff, follow her on the gram because she she puts her phone down there when she's doing the ring announcing, ah. and it's it's an ex and it's an experience to watch her. It looks like she's going to explode. She's also a natural feud for when Brandy makes her WWE re-debut. Because she'll be like, who told you you were the best ring announcer? I am. Because she used to be. Mm. You kind of forget that Brandy was a ring announcer first. Yeah, I she do. She was AJ Styles' sister, wasn't she? Eden? Eden Styles? Oh, right. That was her name. <laughs> Eden Styles was her ring name. Do you remember? I got lost there. What are you talking <laughs> about? Brandy Rhodes' WWE name was Eden Styles. Yeah. When was she doing She was the ring announcer. The middle of the last decade. Yeah. For what What brand? Smackdown. Main roster, yeah. No memory. Really? <laughs> wow. When Cody left, that's when she left, obviously. Obviously. And then she was doing his... So when he turned up at like PWG, she'd be his ring announcer. Right. And she'd go like, the grandson of a plumber. Ah. Mm. Alberto Del Rhodes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird period, wasn't it? <laughs> so yeah, good pick there. Thank you very much, Ross. I have a uh, best non-wrestler, RJ City, because... I mean, well, he's hit or miss on this podcast, isn't he? No, it's not that I don't. <laughs> it's not that I don't like him. I just, I know it's meant to be cringy, but sometimes I just want to hear the wrestlers tell a story. <laughs> he had yeah. Sky Blue on, and she's so shy, and he was trying to, he was overshadowing her. It is just the RJ City show, and you know, the <laughs> yeah. person has to strap themselves in. He's good though. He, like, 
I feel like you'd be entertaining to meet in real life and talk to. Yes. Uh, Have you, is he a friend of yours? Of course he is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Danielson when commentating BCC yeah. matches. Mm. And also for best on wrestler, I have cynically put CM Punk. <laughs> I was so tempted to put that in. I thought somebody else would put that in. Zing. Hilarity, best on wrestler this half year. The lad. Mm. Best gimmick. Who goes first? I forgot. It's me. It's Jack. Hi, I'm the problem. I've gone for Mommy, Rhea Ripley. Um, Rhea was heading along the same trajectory before joining the Judgment Day. I think she'd still have succeeded. But since uh, she's joined, it has really been a catalyst for her getting to where she is now. Really helped her become a more well-rounded heel. And I think Dom should be given credit for helping her look even more menacing in contrast. Um, it's not the most complex gimmick she's got in the world, but it doesn't have to be. She's what the women's division has been needing for a long time now. Not just a good wrestler, because we're used to like workers like Bailey and Sasha and Becky and Asuka and all that. But she's like... I've said here she's the closest thing to a Brock Lesnar the women's division has, especially after squashing Natalia the other week. Um, and I've said this. The exciting thing is, the exciting thing is, it still feels like this is only the beginning. <laughs> Where could she go? Because I think she's still like in her sort of mid to late twenties. Like she's mm. still young. She's still got how far she'll go. You mentioned Moana the other day, and the song's been stuck in my head. Moana, your Triple H lip syncing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, can't remember one. I, I made a mistake pick. last night speaking about the Fast Ten franchise. I was like, "Oh, you seen that that new one with uh, Jason Moana as the the bad guy?" Jason Moana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly guy, I am. Eh? <laughs> so that's three actors you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Jack, that was very beautifully put. Oh, thank you. I mean, Rhea Ripley. Come on, Ross. Woof. You bring out the big dogs now. Go on. Yeah, well, here you go, Matthew. Chain this lad to a tree and see if he breaks the chain. Because he will. I feel like Charlie Nicholas now. Anyway, this gimmick kicked off with a wonderful vignette on Christmas Eve last year when this fella and his mammy went to his mother's house. After being released, I've copied this from Wikipedia because it's fantastic to read out. After being released from police custody, Dominic took on an additional gimmick of being a former convict who had served time in prison in the world's most well, with the world's most dangerous people. But in reality, he'd only been in county jail for a few hours. On Valentine's Day, Dom and Rhea uh, intruded on Ray, on Ray and Angie's Valentine's Valentine's Day dinner, where the latter par par partly, uh, my God, the latter party immediately gave way to the former. At the end of the dinner, Dominic fled at the restaurant. Th it's not worth reading all this out. I've just copied Wikipedia. You know, <laughs> you know what happened on Valentine's like, Day. This is quite detail yeah. heavy. He, um, he, he referred to himself on that night as the most wanted man on TikTok after two police officers entered the premise. That's the, the punchline there. Mm. Uh, Rhea was left to pick up the bill after leaving, and then we've got obviously Dom, Damien, and Rhea leaving Ray's Hall of Fame induction. Just everything involved in that Ray versus Dominic storyline heightened Dominic as Command Don as we all saw his entrance at Wrestlemania was fantastic his promos are suitably naff and that's the way it should be yeah. so you boo him more because you think he's terrible even though I think it's by design maybe hopefully <laughs> He's not just that naff on the mic, just in reality. And just it goes off the reactions. It's the presentation. It's obviously, as Jack mentioned there, his like the growing like camaraderie with Rhea Ripley on TV is like when he's jumping on her, like hooking her. And like when she got handed the new title the other day, he was the first one. He, he did a Carly, didn't he? When Jinder won the title, <laughs> took it straight off and held, and held it in the air. He's just coming to his own and just, yeah, the, the prison man Dominic is my gimmick of the half year so far. Wow. So we'll go, we've got. Both sides of the same coin here. Yeah. Rear yeah. or Dom. Man. It's the proverbial two-face. Yeah. Harvey Denton. Man, it's tough because they've been so good. And damn it, I'm annoyed that I didn't put most improved Dom. Yeah. Yeah. 
We are been crap amazing. at this, aren't we? <laughs> we suck at this. We don't know anything about wrestling. So I think just because of that, because he has made such massive strides, Rhea's been great for ages, but the gimmick is amazing, but they are both helping each other so wonderfully. I'm going to give it to Dom. His is more of a gimmick as well, I think. Yeah. 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 And it is rubbing off on her, because you know it's on roll yeah. this week. <laughs> oh. uh, on roll this week, Damien Priest started speaking Spanish, and then Rhea Ripley, Ripley cut him off, because she's been learning Spanish from, you know, her Latino heat. Of oh. course. It's the little things Oh, as well. my oh. God. It's like Kurosawa. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Eddie Guerrero used to do. <laughs> boo, boo. Oh, it works so well. God. Oh, well done, Dom. Mm. Well done, Dom. Now we're moving on to Feud of the Half Year. <laughs> and it came fast as lightning. Ross. It's the bloodline versus Sammy and Kev and also itself. Mm. I don't know, do we need to go through all the beats? The start of the air with the trial of Sami Zayn on Raw where he was accused of being in cahoots with KO. Later that night, uh, Sami replaces and then Jimmy Uso and defends the tag team titles on behalf of the Bloodline. Then we get the turn at the Rumble, probably the second best crowd reaction of the air so far after Bad Bunny's entrance. Uh, the heartbreak in Montreal. Jay turns on Sami at the end of the episode of Raw. The main event of WrestleMania Night 1. Let's not mention the end of Night 2 at WrestleMania where Kevin and Sami also got involved mm. to make it like a Bloodline thing and the likes of imperium judgment day and the lwo having like secondary roles life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. For a week or two, where the universe became this nice intertwining thingy, which you don't see all the time in WWE. Uh, we have Jimmy Uso getting carried away and calling himself the Tribal Chief. The tag title match and the turn from Jimmy at the Night of Champions. And now Solo turns on his brothers um, to stay with Roman because the elders have sent him to protect Roman. And what will Jay do next? I think that's all the main beats of that storyline this year. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think just a bit. Yeah. I- I'm very impressed that you didn't just say bloodline. I could have done that. And, and no one would have gone, oh, no, we need more detail, Ross. Why should we consider it for this? Uh, absolutely, Ross. This is going to be so hard for Jack to... Well, even... I, I've gone for oh, Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline, but you oh, could, but it's the same. It's all, you know, my nomination is essentially the same as Ross's. Um, 
And all I've got written down is just similar stuff that you've already recapped. So I'll mention what would have been like my sort of secondary pick. But it, this isn't my nomination, though, because it's not as good. But um, Hangman versus Moxley, uh, mm. they were having just a series. It was quite an uncomplicated feud. They just capitalized on what was an unfortunate real injury to Hangman. And then he came back and then knocked out Moxley and then <laughs> kept getting interviewed by his wife. <laughs> to be like, <laughs> yeah, I knocked out your husband. Sorry. but And then Moxley came back and beat him. I think they had four matches in total culminating in the very vicious... Um, what what was the step again? Was it bull rope match? Uh, Texas, Texas death match. Texas death match. That was it at um, Revolution. Or Revolution. And where there was so much blood and it was really nasty. Um, but my 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 main pick though is is the same as Ross here. Yeah. Oh, you get you get oh. goosebumps thinking about that final spot, don't you? In that death match. Oof. No, the, the hangman is literally yeah. the hangman. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I always get goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So few of the years have a bloodline versus bloodline or bloodline versus. Sammy, well, could we just put everything the involved bloodline in the bloodline? Yeah, 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 there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Chapters one, two, three, four, and five. Mm. Yes, <laughs> the ones directed by Lucas. I, yeah, easy pick there. Um, yeah. My, resume go back to my pick for best gimmick was also just gonna be the bloodline. Mm. I said the quality of the storyline has raised the overall quality of WWE's TV like a good bread, and I'll say the same <laughs> for this. Easy bread. pick, isn't it? Because it's that good. Yeah. 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 What needs to be said? Yeah. Now on to the interesting ones now. Show of the half year. Kaboom! In it came. Jack. Oh, is it me? It is you. Oh, God. You are Jack. Um, so I've gone um, back to New Japan, but don't worry, because I've written down the matches that happened. <laughs> don't oh. worry. I've gone for Sakura Genesis, which is, I think... I think I'm fair in saying it's like their third biggest annual pay-per-view. So you've got Wrestle Kingdom in the January, Dominion in the summer, and then the spring one is Sakura Genesis. Um, <clears throat> down the stretch, because there was a lot of, this was maybe the hardest one I had to pick because there was a lot of good shows in this half year already. Um, but this one had the most consistent final stretch, I've said here. So the final four or five matches all delivered. And here they are. Um, Mercedes, <laughs> I went, and here they are. Matthew just his expression didn't change. He just went, how are they then? <laughs> Mercedes Monet beat Azumi and Hazuki in a triple threat match. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. retained the TV title against Shota Umino. Zack's TV title reign has actually been really good because it's got a 15 minute time limit. And Zack Sabre Jr. matches, I think, are the best at the moment when they're constrained a little bit and a bit because. Sometimes he can just keep putting lads in. Some, we all know what yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. matches are, but when he's just got a sprint, he's brilliant. Um, Aussie Open beat Goto and Yoshihashi to win the tag belts, widely regarded as one of the best tag team matches of the year so far. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi beat Robbie Eagles in a fast-paced junior heavyweight match. And in the main event, uh, it was a shock title change as Sonata finally beat Okada to win the belt, and it's one of the more thrilling Sonata matches I've ever seen. So um, I've gone for that one, but th that's why. Hmm. It's, it's interesting because I, I remember I haven't seen the show, but I remember the reaction online. Right, so I had me on Twitter the same day. I don't know why, mm. but I was like Sonata. Mm. I wasn't too. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it live, so when I heard mm. that Sonata had won, I was like, oh, because he's never really clicked with me. Yeah. But then I watched the match, and it was actually very good. Oh. So it's one of the more enjoyable Sonata matches. I, he's clicked with me outside the ring. I've always thought he is real. Look how cool he is. Yeah. But then as you watch his matches, you're like, he's a bit too pretty and fluffy. I don't know how to describe it. He's too clean. It's not a struggle. It's like a dog. He's like <laughs> a dog. But now he's got that dog in him. Because oh, he's the IWGP World okay. Heavyweight. Well done. Yes. That was promo for one. <laughs> he held at the moon. Okay. It's tough. It Ross, is tough. What have you got? 
AEW Revolution. Okay, yeah. Well, Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho kicked off the night. Then Christian Cage exploded in a coffin. So what more do you want uh, after that match with Jungle Boy? <laughs> uh, we had the House of Black versus the Elite. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Then we had Jamie Hay defeating Soraya and Ruby Soho via pinfall. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, ooh, yeah, ooh. Then we had that Hangman versus Moxley Texas death match. Wardlow versus Samoa Joe. Bit of a sleeper match, but it was all right for 10 minutes. A tight 10. Then we had the Guns uh, defeat the Acclaimed and J&J and Orange and Danhausen in a four-way tag team title match. And then we had the small matter of the best Ironman match in North American professional wrestling history (laughs) between MJF and Danielson to cap it all off. That's a good show, isn't it? Yeah, it was a crazy good show. Yeah. Very good pick. Uh, And I actually watched it. So... (laughs) That makes it you by the ball. Give it because of that. Better. Oh, it's so tough. Yeah, I'm picking Revolution. I don't begrudge that because reading out the card there um, made me realize the quality throughout. And also, wasn't there the women's title match wasn't maybe the most exciting match, but didn't that have Ruby's heel turn after it as well? Maybe we had a shocking oh, heel yes. turn. That's Possibly. right. Yeah, yeah. It did make. I think it was the lowest bit of the line because it was like, why? Why would you team up then? And then. Sorry, not team up, I should say. Ah, three with it, but but well, point, it wasn't just the matches that were noteworthy. There was other stuff that yes. happened as well. Yes, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, very good point. Even the bad stuff had good stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, good pick there, pal. I had a very boring pick at WrestleMania night one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, but yeah, just oh, how consistently great it was. Uh, do we need to go through? You know, you, you guys watch WrestleMania, right? But, you know, tag team title reminded it was a long time ago. You're right. <laughs> Owens and Zayn beating the Usos. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeating Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Ray versus Dom Dom. Yeah. Uh, Trish, Lita and Becky versus Damage Katal. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the amazingly good Street Profits uh, four-way oh. <laughs> match, which had no reason to be as good as it was. Yeah. Bloody hell. And uh, Theory versus John Cena. Mm. So that was great. <laughs> That's uh, all John could do. <laughs> Apparently. He was there. Yeah. But it's all right, because he told Theory how crap he was privately before <laughs> he went okay. out and told everyone else. And it had no effect on him in the long term <laughs> at all. Um, also, backlash for the crazy atmosphere alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You'd say the same for Night of Champions, arguably, as well. I was going to say, yeah. Because it's controversial yeah. as WWE's deal is with Saturday Night. It's not the people's fault who live there. Of course. And they made a great atmosphere for the show. So yeah. They certainly did. Mm. So, well done, AW. Look, you winning something. And I'm going to take the even more clean match. Ooh. Match of the half year. <laughs> Ross. I've gone for the IC triple threat match at WrestleMania, oh. sponsored by Mike's <laughs> Harder Lemonade, because the world needs more Mike's. Sponsored by Mike's. Damn right was hard. Do you yeah. remember the podcast before when we were previewing the show and we all just started like howling oh, at yeah. the prospect of this match. Oh! <laughs> it, <laughs> yes. lived, it lived up to that, did it not? Yes. yes. Um, well, first and foremost, Titus O'Neil was brilliant on commentary. He made yes, the action even better. Call the police! <laughs> Shout, he didn't have a clue what was going on. It was fantastic. Uh, the story heading in with Drew and Sheamus, obviously quite nice, with Sheamus wanting to complete the full set. Drew going, no. <laughs> and just getting involved. Uh, Drew and Sheamus not liking each other, so they just battered each other. The ch- there was a spot with the chop and the bat, the, the beat of the, whatever you call it, behind the... I always forget that name. Baldrin? Baldrin? Baldrin or something? Baldrin. We're not watching that, you know what. Uh, <laughs> Gunter getting battered by both of them. I've said that. Uh, the avalanche white noise and then Celtic cross on Gunter for a near fall. The broke kick looks like it's over, but Drew... Pull Sheamus off a of Gunter. Sheamus' face was absolutely brilliant. We had a Claymore countered by a Brogue kick, then a kick out from Drew, then a Brogue countered into a Claymore. Sheamus kicks out. I think I said that right. Yeah. Uh, another Brogue, but Gunter breaks up the pinfall with a splash, then powerbombs Sheamus onto Drew, then Drew once more and gets the win. Wow, wow, wow. Cold to police indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely agree with everything you say there, pal. 
Yeah, because it all happened. Yeah. <laughs> Agree that hell of a pick. Yeah. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Jack, which obscure Japanese match have you got? I've gone for Gunter versus Sheamus versus Trey McIntyre. Oh, and that's you and your crazy picks. Um, but I haven't written any notes because Ross is the... So I'll, I'll mention what was my runner-up pick, which would have been Omega versus Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom because when that match was announced, a lot of people went, oh, because they thought we know exactly what this match is going to be. It's going to be Omega and Osprey. It's going to be overly theatrical and and silly and over the top. When they defied expectations, I think, by having quite a gritty and dark match, and there was it was quite hard hitting and a bit maybe a bit shorter than people thought as well, and and really fully worked because of it. Everyone went actually as far even fan, people who aren't fans of like Osprey or Omega style went like actually that was really good. But I couldn't give it to anything else other than the IC triple threat because call the police. <laughs> that's the only reason yeah, yeah that one call, yeah, call I've got at least because the show has been stolen yeah I've got a few honourable mentions Omega versus Vikingo on Dynamite was unbelievable out of nowhere right. uh, the Elite versus BCC at Double Nothing was up there for me just you know exploding boots and whatnot and mm-hmm. everything else that happened and then MJF and Danielson as I said earlier the best Iron Man I've seen mm. ever ever Ooh, ever uh, maybe just as a maybe not as an out and out match in terms of action but in terms of the payoff the main event of Mania Night 1 the Usos mm. and Sammy and Kev, just for the happy. Oh, it's happy. Yeah, it's the icy title match, isn't it? <laughs> of course, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. wow, wow! Amazing match, amazing story, amazing atmosphere, amazing to watch your mates at four AM surrounded by Doritos packets. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Mike's hard lemonade. Mm. The world needs more Mike's. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Apparently, Mike's hard. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. Please. Do you know what I'm going to say? Go on. Apparently Mike's Hard Lemonade is the drink that they often, it's often associated with the program to catch a predator because that's often the drink. (laughs) (laughs) How is it associated with that? Because it's like an Algapop, isn't it? It's like a, you know how the the controversy with Algapops is that it it tastes nice to kids. It's going to encourage them to drink. Right. So apparently that's always the drink that like the predators bring along. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I brought some Mike's Hard Lemonade. I did not know that. <laughs> Me then, neither. And then Hayd Vancey Wanson's like, why don't you take a seat over there? Uh, yeah. I they going to say, like, Mike's Hard Lemonade proudly sponsors. <laughs> Maybe it should capitalize on... Oh, no. No, it no, shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> it should do the opposite of what Jackson said there. The very opposite. Uh, well, it's Mike's Hard Lemonade. I think it was Sam who told me this. Because I think when we first went to America... I think we were walking around the grocery store and, yeah. or 7-Eleven or something and saw yeah. it and I was like, Mike's Hard and he was like, let me tell you something about Mike's Hard Lemonade, brother. He starts cutting a promo and <laughs> a drink. <coughs> oh, dear. Thank you for that. Uh, promotion of the half year. It's me. Jack. New Japan. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I've said, but in a shameless attempt to win your vote, I've put, they're getting back on track like when Metallica released Death Magnetic after St. Anger. <laughs> Okay, that, that's Sin nice. Anger's yes. not well received. Uh, no, it's rubbish. Death Magnetic was them getting back on track. It's rubbish. There are people who are apologists are they? for Saint Anger, mm. which makes me angry. Frantic's mm. a good toe tapper. And a push makes a good clock noise. Good. Yes, uh, it wasn't. Set your watch to it. <laughs> it wasn't until I know we both are a fan of this YouTube series Train Records. Yes. It wasn't until I watched the, the, his video on Saint Anger that I realised apparently the snare drum's a big issue because it sounds like an oil drum. So the whole album it's going clunk. Right. Weird. I, I honestly, when I bought that album. The thing that got me was not the drum. It's a giant meme now for people. They always make fun of it. It's the first thing. I never paid attention to the drum. I paid attention to how rubbish the rest of the songs were. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go off. What's, uh, what's great off. about New Japan? 
Um, well, I said many people coming into this might be like, many people who watch Stardom will be like, I hope Jack reps Stardom again. And I've said no. Um, they have continued their form from last year, which made me nominate them for a promotion of 2022. However, as impressive as they've been in continuing this momentum, there have been certain decisions which in my eyes have knocked them a little bit. Um, Julius title reign was a little bit mishandled towards the end, in my opinion, and they really didn't make enough of Mercedes Monet being there. I know it's now ended with her being injured and stuff, but she was having like surprisingly short matches and they should have made it a bigger deal, in my opinion. She's a, ma she's a star. Um, <laughs> quoting Louis Walsh there. Um, but New Japan have delivered throughout the year. Their three big shows have all delivered in terms of quality, Wrestle Kingdom, Sakura Genesis, and recently Dominion. The best of the Super Juniors tournament was a success as well. As I mentioned, Watto versus Titan was a great final. And they're heading towards a very hyped Forbidden Door show with AEW. And they've also announced uh, that Eddie Kingston's going to be in the G1 Climax, which I'm very excited for. So um, this is all despite losing... Uh, Osprey to injury for most of the year and Jay White leaving for AEW so they lost a couple of top western names for most of the year and they've still done really well in my opinion oh wow they lost Jay White how the coping in New Japan he was the top heel so let's not sorry Tubman but no, that's a very <laughs> nice summary for somebody who hasn't been paying a lot of attention mm. in New Japan New Japan they're getting they're getting they're not back to where they were sort of eight years ago but they're getting yeah. there they're getting there Good. I'm very happy for them. Mm. But I'm even happier to hear what Ross has got. Well, my choices are limited because I wanted to pick something I watch. I didn't want to just go for, you know, oh, seeing good things about New Japan on Twitter. I'm going to go. That's something I mean. Obviously, Jack oh watches. Oh, my God. Obviously I Jack, thought he was cutting Whoa. a promo. Jack watches. But I'm saying I could have oh, easily gone. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Things. But So out of AEW, WWE, and NXT, I've gone for the WWE, oh. the main roster. WrestleMania was largely good, minus the ending and yeah. parts of Night 2. Backlash was largely good. Yes. Elimination Chamber was largely good, minus the ending. Night of Champions was better than most Saudi shows. Yes, it was. The moments, though, is what sets it apart from the other two promotions. For me, obviously, we've been through a lot of those moments with Dominic Mysterio and the Bloodline and Sammy and Kevin and everything like that. Um, so just because it's ticked... If you had a, 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 tick, a, a, a list of things to complete in the wrestling, like matches, yes, moments, yes, they've ticked more of those, that, more of that list. That's my rationale mm. for giving it to the movie. Even mm. though Vince McMahon came back this year. Yeah, obviously. We're, <laughs> we're just focusing on the in-ring product, yeah. the stuff that we watch as viewers. Exactly. Because there's no such good thing. Sorry, no such thing as a good billionaire, easy for me to say. So it's weird, it's weird that um having this nomination makes perfect sense now, but in six months' time, just depending on what Vince does, could be totally down the drain. It's mad. He apparently has been calling in changes, Matthew, from his telephone on the weekly on Raw and stuff. It's a tenuous Well, like the anonymous Raw GM. <laughs> it's a tenuous situation, but for now, Triple H is doing well. Right, let's just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. I fully agree with Ross. Sorry, New Japan. But I'll <laughs> just do that a little, little dig in Jack. Swipe. <laughs> of course. Those poor underdogs, New Japan, they oh, never catch a break. <laughs> bless them. But yeah, the Rees just been so entertaining, and I blame the bloodline. Mm. Just how good it's been. It's been dominating TV. I've been looking forward to watching. More SmackDown than Raw. Yeah. I'd say, even now, after the brand split, which seems to have existed and not existed at the same time, but whatever, it's what's new wrestling, yeah. who cares? That, yeah, it's just been like, oh, what's going to happen next? Looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe they'll even wrestle at some point. <laughs> yeah, in terms of like, like I said, even Night of Champions. I told people, it's like, look, it's, it's a really good show. If you don't want to watch it, I'll absolutely get it. But it was really good. Yeah. Mm. And I know it's a very annoying. Rumble was good, minus Bray, Bray Bloody Wyatt. <laughs> and Mission Chamber, all the shows you mentioned. Got yeah. the Rumble, I forgot about that. Yeah, but it's it was, been, it was it's been fun to watch. It's been mm. great to, as a thing to watch and enjoy and be a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. how's it been? 
Poor NXT. Hasn't got a look in. Even NXT's big shows. Yeah. Had, oh, yeah, the big oh, shows are. That's yeah. a thing. Like, Battleground. Yeah. They've been so different to the rest of the, the TV shows. Yeah. Honestly, if you hate NXT, and we know there's a lot of people that do, yeah. just watch Battleground and you'll you'll get a new appreciation but for then, that roster. But then don't watch the weekly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see people doing the other way around. No, I like the silly bits. There's none of them in the pay-per-views. Well, I like the silly bits. I like the silly bits. That's why I like wrestling. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> WWE, well done for winning promotion at the half year. Have you got any... Have you got any runner-ups? No. Then can I throw one in? Oh, please do. Well, Stardom have still done well. And um, my new favourite promotion ever, the Stardom phase is over. <gasps> I've got a new phase now. Oh. I'm now a fully-fledged fan of Big Japan. That's my new favourite promotion. Oh, who's your... Any favourites or matches or um, stuff? Yeah, there was a match just this last month, Yuji Okabayashi versus... Oh, I can't remember his name. And now he's the top champion. But they're my favourite promotion. <laughs> I talk about it on Matches of the Month. It's a great match. He trained him and he batters him, but then he loses. Oh. This came just after a death match featuring someone who's trained by Abdullah the Butcher and is also called Abdullah, but then... Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yeah, he's crap. But... <laughs> he is, but, but I love him. bleeds and chops and uses weapons and that. Big Japan, I was watching... Wait, it. are you watching Big Japan for the death matches now? I just assumed you'd be no, watching no, the, the no, big no. last division. No, it was just on before the, the match I wanted oh, to watch. Oh, I was going to say. And, um, and Jack's still, death match phase. Still had, a, <laughs> still had a class time watching it though because me and Aiden and Fraser, were they were like looking over my shoulder going, every match that was on was something different, whether it was good or bad. And I was yeah. like, I bloody love Big Japan, even though I can't currently recall the name of the top champion. Fair enough. Yeah, you've, got a lot, you've got lots of stuff to fit in this little head of yours. That me... That meme, <laughs> you know, friendship ended with stardom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friendship ended with stardom. Big Japan is now my best friend. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Oh, mm. isn't that nice? Oh, oh also, uh, AEW, okay, yeah, runner up. Oh, they got better on track this year. Yeah. Probably, yeah. This oh, could be yeah, they've had second that. half of the yeah, yeah. And now it's funny because at the literal half point, when this is the week CM Punk returns, I know. so I can see this like, <laughs> wait, everything's going all right. And then the roller coaster of all. Oh, and then there even better. Go. Whoa. <laughs> Thankfully, this is good. Yeah, but live. also, I was going to say, our, our views on the YouTube videos, CM Punk did one going up. So thank <laughs> oh, you, Tony. People are getting sick of him. Yeah, people are getting sick of him. Just, I'm not. He hasn't even done anything. I he's know. there all the time in the news. People like just love writing things about him, even though he's not there. Mm. But thankfully, this video is going live today, so it's like up to date to this very day it went yeah, live. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> the exact moment I before can't it happened. Wait to try and nominate just Collision at the end of the year, not Dynamite. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry about that. I'm a Collision boy. That's right. And of that, by the way, on the podcast, we've stopped talking about Rampage. I haven't seen anyone complain. No, not one. And they even, You're like, what's Rampage? They even booked like Shibata and stuff, and we still went... Uh. Aubrey, everyone just got a match. Is that on Rampage? That is going to be class. She's going to have a match with Karen. Is it going to be class? Yeah. Is it on Rampage or Dynamite? I don't know. It's going to exist. It's I'll watch it <laughs> if it's on Rampage, yeah. but uh, I won't necessarily... It, well, it will be one. It'll be on Jack's Matches of the Month. Will it? Which you can Maybe. find. On the podcast feed. Yeah. yeah. But never mind that. Rest of the half year. <sighs> Strap yourselves in. Oh, I've already done it. Oh, Fantastic. Oh. Uh, it was last. It was. Ah, Ross, you ought to go. Well, in previous years, I've gone for like a holistic approach to rest of the year. I've gone for, you know, the bell-to-bell -bell action, but yeah. everything as like a, the microphone skills and backstage segments, all that sort of stuff. But this this time, I've just gone for purely bell-to-bell. And my wrestler of the half year, purely bell to bell, is Kenny Omega because he's had more standout matches than anyone on my, you know, promotions that I watch. 
Obviously, the match that Jack mentioned that I haven't seen, but everyone seems to say it's amazing, so I'll just go along with it. Uh, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 17 with Will Ospreay. The Elite versus BCC at Double or Nothing. I guess his part in the turn with Don Callis should also be brought up here. Uh, the match with Vikingo on Dynamite. I think there's probably a couple more that the I'm, cage I'm missing. Match Moxley. The cage match with Moxley. Oh, yeah, we know he snapped his knee in half. Mm. Um, there's probably a couple more outside of that as well, but and also on top of that, his stellar promo when shilling the AEW game of the masses. He <laughs> hasn't missed a beat this year. And uh, yeah, I just think he's had more standout matches than all of the other wrestlers I watch. That's fair enough. I'd argue. He's back. But he's Jack's going to do his best. Um, I've gone the opposite of what Ross said, so I've gone for more of a, not just oh, okay. belt-to-belt yeah, action, yeah. although he has had some good matches, maybe not as many as Omega, but in terms of the journey he's taken us on, I've gone for Sami Zayn again. Um, <laughs> I think we'll start singing then. <laughs> Don't stop believing in Sami Zayn. Um, I'm going to echo much of what I said in the nomination for Most Charismatic, but um, his personality can also overshadow how good he is in the ring. Uh, which I've said makes for an incredible full circle moment for someone who was initially a non-speaking character in Ring of Honor, although we don't admit that that was the same person. because oh, it's I don't want you talking about Move On. Um, he's also had good matches, the main event of WrestleMania Night 1. Uh, the match with Roman, once he made his comeback, was electrifying, but then he obviously lost. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just... I think a lot of this nomination is more as well that I'm just so delighted to see a, a wrestler that has been underused for so long finally get the recognition he deserves. Even if he didn't win the belt... At least it's at least it's something, and at least he's the hero. Wow! Wow! Oh. Two amazing <laughs> curly-haired picks. Oh yeah! <laughs> up the curly hairs. Up the frizz. Up, up the frizz. Up the leg-based signature moves. The wrestling frizzness. <laughs> I'll pick Sami Zayn. Ooh! I can see this one coming. The Ooh. one year I changed my tactic for wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Because it's, you're right, Kenny Omega can be voted for wrestler of the year or half year, any bloody year, really, because he's, oh, Kenny Omega. But Sami Zayn. God, you hate Kenny Omega. I don't, no. He's just, <laughs> I thought he was a friend of Matthew. You've got to pick the people who have gone from down here to all the way up here just naturally by themselves by being so bloody great. Mm. And this is a lad, we have to remind everyone, who used to wrestle, not even in the main events, who used to wrestle at Northumbria Uni oh. like 10, 12, 13 years ago. And Kenny Omega would have done that in Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg Uni, forgot one. Uni. I don't know. Winnipeg, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all these other things are double. Yeah, you Winnipeg Uni. Woo. <laughs> the yeah, to see him make all these strides and just get naturally over by being so damn great, being mm. part of one of the best things in the company, um, maybe ever. I'd say the Bloodline Saga, such as it is, and to be headlining all these shows, get massive reactions, all the crazy stuff he's doing with mm. his real life mates. Have a match after match, segment after segment, killing every single thing he's in. Bloody hell, Sami Zayn. You could have not, I mean, there could have been, if we're going to mention like, <clears throat> you, sorry, I'll let you do, have you got like supplementary? No, no please go ahead. Um, you could mention like most people involved in the Bloodline stuff as well for this. Oh, yeah. Kevin, Roman, Jay, Jay. Jay I think Jay. they're just starting to come into their thing Jimmy. now. Because obviously it's just a half year. Yeah. I think over on the year, would that sure. If Roman but, wrestled just a little bit more, Ooh ah. Yeah. Ooh ah, just say, yeah. Yeah, holistically, mm. I think if we're doing that like that, Roman would be. But I'd say it's the complete package like you were doing. Um mm. who were, I'd say Sami Zayn. Moxie's had another good year. Gunder was up there for Gunder me. as well, yeah. 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 I just don't know if he had like that many, like, you know. I, I didn't thought, want to even say it. I like, thought that was it obvious for me to say Gunther. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, like Gunther. a cheat code for this awards, though. If you get to say to Matthew, Gunther, rest of the half year. <laughs> yes, I agree but with like, you. Gunther was he was injured during all of it, Matthew. He was in hospital. <laughs> yeah, Gunther, Gunther the <laughs> 
half year award. Um, I put Charlotte Flair mockingly. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> She's back now, though. Yeah. I know it's more. Walking it? into a title. I was going to say, I'm surprised she hasn't come running in this studio. That was, that was what I mean. Was, oh, here comes <laughs> Charlotte. Uh, Danielson. Yes. Mm. I think the heel turn has rejuvenated him. Yeah. Not saying he wasn't going nowhere, but it's it's it happened for a reason. Mm. I lost to MJF. Bloody hell. Right, I'm turned heel. I'm going to beat people up and mm. be great at it mm. and be uh, mini regal. Uh, Cody, in terms of complete packages as well, Ooh. in terms of the matches he's had and the charisma mm. and the crap tattoos. And uh, obviously, to give NXT their due, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't miss. And total package. I don't use that over and over again, the Lex Luger, but yeah. Up the Lex Luger. Mm. Up the Lex Luger. <laughs> the Lex Luger award for being the total package. Yeah. Really? They were the, the, yeah. Mm. Won the Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, Great match with Charlotte at Mania as well. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. I'd say she's the best on the roster right now. Bianca as well, I guess. You yeah. Say. If it hadn't been for the fact that she was getting some booze. Yeah. I know. If it hadn't been for that. I mean, I fully agree. Again, like I said, you can only be pushed so much up. Unless you, know, unless you run out of opponents, basically. Mm. She was so good, she beat everybody. Mm. It's like, eh. That's true. Bye. But you know what? You know who the real winners are? Sami Zayn. Yes, that's true. Sorry. <laughs> yes. uh, wrestling fans, mm. what an amazing half year we've had so yeah. far. Can you believe there's another six months left of the year of our Lord 2023? It actually has been a good half year, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Ah. We can all go, oh, God, I have to watch five hours of AEW. But like, it's been... Pretty good, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. view wise, and the WWE shows has not been any bad ones. It's been the best half year for a yet for years, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What you said yeah. doesn't sound good, but it is true. Yeah. But like, you think about you know maybe the first half of last year, first half of the year before yeah. that, been yeah, been the best half year for years. Yes, yeah. especially <laughs> in WWE have really become more consistent. It's just terrifying to know that at any moment it could all come crashing down. It, it feels like in a mobster film. Like this is the bit where they've done the, the bank job. They've got all the money. Yeah. Like, and everything was great. And then suddenly, the music starts playing. Gallus yeah. rats them out of the police. <laughs> yes. Inside with knuckles. <laughs> but luckily, we've all got Peacock subscriptions, just like Tony D'Angelo. Mm. Oh, yes. Wow. Well, do you agree with these picks? No. <laughs> do you disagree with your picks? Who would you have picked? Please let us know in the comments below. Please like and subscribe. We will be back for more lovely Goldholic Wrestling Podcast action every week on Fridays. Mm -hmm. Apart from Money in the Bank Week, which will be out on a Thursday. Yes. Of people traveling down. Yes. Yes. Two editors and me gone forever. Never to be seen again. Wow. I was about to go like Raul Moat there. <laughs> and we were doing so good, <laughs> weren't we? Casting yourself in his, in <laughs> yeah. the other two of the accomplices. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Oh no one will die. Yeah. I was going to say join us, but no, don't. <laughs> Thanks, Joel, Not for that. as well, by the camera. Thank you, Thanks Joel. Thanks for doing the, you know, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a last one, like, in community, like, cool Arbed pictures, like, your face? No. Okay, cool. He doesn't. Ta-ra. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.